Good morning, everyone. You are listening to No Bullshit Blue Collar Podcast. I'm your host, Splash. It is Monday, June 8th, 2020. Uh, I don't know what day of COVID we're in right now, but uh, we're in we're in one of those days of COVID. So we are recording this live podcast on Instagram. Head over to Splash underscore Penny on Instagram. You can find me there. It's where I do a plethora of giveaways and show you shit that I mess up and then how to fix it. It works for me. It's what I do. Um, on, if anyone comments on Instagram, I will read you their response and we'll have a conversation about that. If it's pertinent to what we're going to talk about today, today's conversation, if you want to know what I'm going to talk about is simply this, what the fuck are you doing? That's just what we're going to call it. There's many things. Um, this is gonna be about 20 minutes of up and downness all over what's going on in the world. First and foremost, most businesses right now are back at it, which is awesome. It's great to see in here that uh, we're, we're back at it. But before I finish, I need to have a drink out of my cup of wisdom. The morning coffee. With that being said, as we're getting into our business models, and hopefully, okay, I would like to hope that those that did take time away or were forced to take time away, that includes myself, that you really reevaluated your business and and looked to see changes that you could possibly make um, within that business that you have. Because while I've been out on the back in the business, there's been some things that have come up that I see a lot. I did a little tease post yesterday about it, but we we're talking about um, as as contractors worldwide. This is one of our favorite things that we hear. Are you ready? Well, I got a cheaper bid, but I like you. That statement is just crazy, but I understand it and we all hear it. So what I wanted to talk about is as you've, as you're, as you've gone back out into the world of opening your business back up, know your worth. We have as contractors, including myself, have spoiled customers. We've all done it. And if you say you haven't, you're lying to your fucking self. Not to me, but to yourself. We've all done that conversation with the customer and we've lowered our prices at some point throughout our career. Um, and it, it's, not, uh, it's not one of those things that we like to hear. But as, as a business owner, when you're running your business, the last thing you want to hear, one of the last things you want to hear is, well, I got another bid from someone else, and it's lower, but I want to go with you. That's great, but clearly you want to go with me because you know the value that you see in me. So why is my price not valuable to you? It's an extremely hard, um, it, it, it's an extremely hard thing. But w- w- with with COVID and and the and George Floyd going on right now, with with all that that's going on. A lot of people aren't going to have the money that they wanted to in the first place. So as much as I hate to say this, you have to find an avenue where you're taking credit cards if you're not. If you don't, you know, I'm not a credit card person. I don't believe in that kind of debt, but I understand it. Um, it, So start offering credit cards. Just be leery of who you go with because there's a lot of weird things right now. Like let's do a shout out to PayPal. PayPal holds 85% of a contractor's funds for 30 days. That's really great on how we can pay payroll. Let's give Square a shout out right now. 
And yeah, I'm going to call these companies out. Square holds 25 to 40% of every transaction that you have in your business account for 90 days. Now, you're going to ask yourself, how is that legal? Well, there's a stupid contract that you hit. I accept all terms and agreement. But anyways, the reason why is they're making interest off your money. They're saying it's for the customer's protection. Well, I did a little trick with PayPal, and I figured out that even though the customer approved it, approved everything, especially on their Amex card as well, that PayPal will still hold your money because they want to make that interest because their second quarter is not looking that good. I, I bring that up because I want you to understand these are things you're going to be dealing with. So when you have those customers, or let's actually stop before that. Before you go out and give those bids, you need to have an idea of where your money needs because we're in these two worlds right now where customer hasn't been working or they got laid off, but they need the work done because they don't have the skill set that you and I have to get the job done. Second, you probably haven't been working. You have a crew or yourself alone that's working that needs to make money and you're trying to make up back money. So it's this really big tug of war and what I don't want to see or hear what's happening, which I've already kind of seen, is that where you lose value in yourself, but you let the customer win. And I'm not saying letting the customer win is the right thing, because doing what the customer wants is the right thing. But there has to be middle ground. So before you go to a, a, a home or when you pull up to the home or the, the, the property that you're going to do, you need to already have a, a mindset in. The second thing is that if you're running a crew or you're by yourself, but more so if, if you're running a crew... If you're running a crew right now, you need to be on their ass. Not in a bad way, not like overbearing, but you got your guys need to know that the job's going to be done quicker because you may have bid that job lower than what you you need to. Because you may roll up to a house and like, okay, this is typically um, a $7,500 home. And that $75 home... Um, may now turn into a $6,500 home or a $5,500 home because we're going to get to a point, and I don't think we're going to see this until August. I, I feel comfortable saying August, September is when you're really going to start to see this. I want to forecast this a little differently right now. Is um, <clears throat> That $7,500 home that you bid on is now going to go down between five dollars and $7,500. You're going to have to make a change on there. It's okay because you don't need to look at it as necessarily you losing the money, but you need to understand that you or your crew, however your business is set up, needs to focus on the time management portion where you can afford to do that. Now, did you lose value? Did you lose any value because you dropped your price? No, if your crew can handle the job in the matter that it needs to be done in, which is which is fine. Just be prepared. It, it's one of those things. I got about five emails over the weekend like, hey, we got your bid, but we found we know someone that can do it cheaper, but we really want to go with you. We like the quality of work you do. Well, it's tough because you don't get to go to Walmart, and we've had this conversation before. You don't get to go to Walmart or Sherwin-Williams or whatever store that you shop at and be like, well, I really want that, but I don't want to pay your price. There's always a generic brand. Go look at the video I posted yesterday. So enough with that. Just be prepared. That's something that's going to be happening in your business. The next thing I want to talk about, if you're not ready for this, then turn off Instagram and turn off the podcast right now. You've been warned. So I'll give you about 10 seconds because I'm going to kind of go off here in a minute. Not off, but we're going to have a conversation. So I'll give you 10 seconds.
You thought I was joking. I was going to give you some time. Okay. There's a lot of shit happening. I told you when we did this podcast, we were going to talk about politics. We were going to talk about religion and abuse to children and women and, and just in general abuse at all. I'm going to add an asterisk to that because right now we have to have this conversation. It may not be liked by everybody. I'm okay with that because I'm at this point where I don't need everyone to like me. That's not why I do what I do. I share what I share because it's the shit I've learned. So Mohammed wants a shout out. What's up, Mohammed? Um, he works at Sherwin Williams in Saudi Arabia. What's up, buddy? Uh, he is I am uh, Sa098764. There's a shout out to him. Sherwin Williams just did a post about this today too. So um, I'm actually glad that he's on here because Sherwin just did a post on their Instagram page. We as a culture of, of humans need to change. George Floyd and his family situation is just one of a thousand, if not a million, different things that have happened across the world. Now, we, some of us, I'm not going to say we, but <clears throat> those that have dealt with the the race, the, um, I'm trying to find the right word to use here. Those that have been approached by cops that have that fear, it's completely entirely unfair. Change has to happen. And the riots that we're seeing, the, the quiet riots, the peaceful riots, not quiet, the peaceful riots that we're having. Awesome. The initial riots we were having about a week ago. Um, I understand that you have to do that. But I hope that our governments worldwide, I'm going to talk worldwide, but it's mainly in America. We read this stat yesterday that last year in 2019, over a thousand people were killed by cops in America. The next country behind us, I think was, uh, it was, it was France. I think it was like 25 people. That's a huge amount of that. Now we obviously have more cops here. We obviously have more peace precincts here we have a lot more jurisdictions um big cities little cities back countries big countries all these type of things that this happen we can sit here and say well if these people were getting pulled over if they weren't breaking the law that wouldn't happen we could sit and say well if they were you know answering the questions that the officers had we wouldn't have this issue <clears throat> you know we, we could sit here and say well you know, if the person wouldn't have ran, it wouldn't have happened. All those are pretty valid. But at the end of the day, we all need to treat each other equal. It, 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 it um, the, it, it's that, that the way that we grew up really dictates a lot of the way that we feel. Now, people have broken those chains out. I grew up in foster homes with a multitude of races within those homes. My family that I grew up in was Ecuadorian. They always brought in a lot of minorities. I was actually probably in the house for about two years that I lived in of four years of this foster home. I was the only white kid there, but awesome. I love it. So I view race differently than what I would say a, a normal, per, a, a different child that lived down the street from me would based on, the way that they were was in their house. So that that theory of where we grew up <clears throat> um, and how we live, it has to change. Now, I have 
friends that are cops. I have family that are cops. I have family that have served in the military. Um, my wife is Air Force. She's retired Air Force. Um, that we have to... How do I say this? I can't imagine walking down the street or being pulled over and thinking, am I going to die right now? That that thought has never crossed my mind. But the fact that I have friends that have said that that's a thought, that I know, I've seen hundreds of videos that have shown this, is disgusting. That That's the first thought that people feel when they get pulled over. Are, again, what I say may not be agreed upon 100%, and I'm okay with that because I don't need you to agree with me, but I would like us to be all human and understand that we all need to be treated equal the right way. You could probably look back in your life and be like, man, I wasn't treated this way. Even if you were the bully of your school, there's a reason why you bully people because someone at some point in your life treated you like shit. <clears throat> you know, this this eye for an eye mentality doesn't need to happen. Um, and the Bria, I, I want to say her name is Brianna, and I may be saying that wrong, but I think her name is Brianna. Um, the female that was just killed a few weeks ago with a non-knock search warrant busting into their home. And then the guy they were trying to serve the warrant to was actually already in jail. And they shot and killed this woman while she was asleep. And her boyfriend shot back at the cops. Um, thankfully, he was just released. But that should never happen anywhere on planet Earth. Never. That, that, there's, you, sh- you buy your home and you have the right to protect yourself. But there should never be a law constituted anywhere in the world that, oh, we're going to um, just barge in and arrest you because you did X, Y, Z. Like my wife said, stay outside as long as it takes. You have hundreds of cops. That person's going to have to come out at some point. Just the way it is. Um, You know, and we... We get to this presidential thing, and this is where I was talking about. I, I Being blue-collar, it seems to me that the blue-collar world is very Trump-supportive, which, you know what? You have your reason. I, I have a motto on my Instagram, on my Facebook page, and it just says, I, I vote, therefore I can talk. Um, I have a lot of people that want to talk presidential bullshit to me that didn't even vote. If you didn't vote, in my mind... You don't have the right to fucking talk to me. You didn't spend the time to do your research on who and what you wanted to vote for. You don't have the time to. Um, <clears throat> so, Painting by Juan wrote um, that he is black and I don't support riots. Destroying businesses, breaking the cities is not the right way to protest. Juan, you're absolutely 100% right. I will add one thing to this, as we would do in a text message, dot, 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 is this. Sometimes it takes action like that. I do not agree with the violent riots. I agree with peaceful protesting. I agree with going out and showing your support for your fellow human and standing your ground and showing that you are human and equal just as they are. And I love the police officers, the military, the National Guard that's out at these riots and these um, peaceful protests showing that they're united with us. But I just can't imagine that feeling, um, you know, and, and I... I want to believe in my heart that these officers aren't doing them intentionally, that it's an in-the-moment action, but I know I'm wrong. 
it's profiling and it's just not right. Um, I think the riots have slowed down a breaking damages and I feel for those companies. There's a, there's two, I wish I knew the names. I would give them a shout out right now on the podcast, but there's two companies. I'll, I'll find them who they are. One's in New York and I think one's in California. They were actually doing free handyman service to buildings in like the boroughs of homes that have done it. Kudos those companies. I don't have that opportunity here. Stuff wasn't damaged here. But if that if I lived in a place with that, I would definitely be doing some free work to bring back my neighborhood. Start of those knuckleheads that felt like they had to go in to the neighborhood and destroy it when you don't even live there. Welcome people to Minnesota. Like this really? Come on. You're ruining a lot of stuff there. But back to the presidential thing. Um whatever color you are whatever animal donkey elephant i think that's what they are um red blue whatever it is that you may be you got to think of how everything impacts us and where people send we can look back at history and say well this president would have done this we have no idea how any of these other presidents would have handled this all we know is is how the current one is handling it now that's it this hasn't happened before so when I read these posts that, well, they would have done this. No. Okay. My big moral point on this is this, is that I've always believed since I started voting and I voted very first year I could vote and I've always been in pol- into the politics side. I just don't discuss it unless it's a very close friend or family. And even then I really tend not to. Um, but you're not going to agree hundred percent with whatever candidate there is it's just not you're just not going to um but when someone says they believe wholeheartedly of what they can't of that this person's doing i'm going to question your morals a little bit actually a lot excuse me a lot of it we're going to so those that that want change that don't want this um you know, you know what to do. And and it doesn't just fall with the presidency. It starts with your local, with your local government, your governors, your mayors, your city councilmen. You're the ones that are going to make the change. Your votes matter there. You know, um, the electoral votes, eh, well, I, I live in Utah, so it's, to me it's a little bit different on there. But I do vote so I can talk. But what I'm getting to is this, is that we need to throw all those parties that we have away, and we need to come to a nucleus that we are our equal. That's what we've wanted. We've all wanted it. We've all felt that some people didn't like us, didn't want to be our friends, didn't want to be, you know, um, didn't like the things that we do, so they threw hate at us. But at the end of the day, we don't like that. Whether you're the one doing it or the one not doing it, you don't like that. And it's um, every trade has it. Every every organization has it. It doesn't matter what it is. You have – you have people who throw hate, and they're, and they're really good at masking. You know, they put cool things on stickers, like, behind me that say, oh, you know, we're taking the trades the right way, or we're doing this. Um, but they sit back and throw hate and, and anger and and mocking. Yeah, I don't care about the mocking, but you throw this nonsense at people, and <clears throat> you go in front of your camera, and you say, well, I'm, I'm very peaceful, I'm this and that. Then behind it, you're out there writing, or you're making um, – you know, hate videos, like check yourself, check yourself because your karma is not going to be fun. It's just the way that karma works. So I just think that we, I don't think I know we all need to be on the same page that we all want to be equal and, and have that be equal. 
and understand that the change, the difference that you see, whether it's skin color, work, um, I mean, as contractors, I'm sure we've all felt this. We've all had people be like, oh, you're a carpenter. Oh, you're a painter. Oh, you're a drywaller, or a, a welder. But your friend that's next to you that you brought to that party could be like, yeah, I'm in finance. Oh, you are. I do mortgages. Oh, you're in mortgages. I'm look, you know, it, it's never that way. And then <clears throat> usually if the person that's meeting you is excited that you're blue collar, it's it's not the, oh, you're a painter. It's like, oh man, we have this painter or we have this drywall and he did this. It's always the negative. See what I just did there? They're not excited about what you do. The The scary thing about this is, and I, and I hope that with all this, we see this change. We've been pushing this for last year on the podcast is that we bring so much value to the world as blue collar people because when shit gets broke, who fixes it? Put your hand up. You do. You do. There's value in you. And to wrap this up, I just want to say like with everything that we see going on, it's tough. Um, you know, but be a voice be hopefully a, a positive voice in that and um you know do the do the right thing i've said it since we started this podcast do something nice for someone every day um but with that being said we are the backbones of the world that are going to fix and get things done um i know a lot of that we're dealing with is is united states based um, you know, being here in the U.S., but worldwide, there these are things that people deal with all the time: the riots, the constant wars. If we just looked at each other, and you know, I, 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 I don't hate saying this. I thought I would hate saying this, but I, I don't. And put aside your religious beliefs. No, that's fucking hard. God, I know that's hard. But that book, that thick book, will get a lot of you. Put that aside, and. Just look at that person and be like, man, that diff- that difference. Like, The difference that you see in someone else could be the difference that you needed in your life. I am a very firm believer that the people you meet, whether over Instagram, Facebook, face-to-face, that you meet, that you have a rapport, that you have a conversation with, they're in your life for a reason. It could be a multitude of things. Um, a lot of people live their life, a lot of us live our lives saying, well, I want this, I want that. To be part of the 1%, you got to do the 99% what the other 99% aren't doing. And what that is, is one, standing up for your values. Two, um, knowing that when you put yourself out there, people are going to throw at you. And just catch it and, and give them love. Like, be, um, Gary V said this recently, and I love it, and you all know that, you know, Gary and I are homies. Like, I... I love that mentality of like having empathy. The difference between Gary and I is I don't really have empathy because I just look at you and like, oh, that explains why you're doing what you do. Call me judgmental. I don't mean look at you like your physical parents, but I look at your posts. I look at what you do and how you talk to people, the, the demeaningness that you do. But at the end of the day, when we look at people and we say, listen, that difference that you have, like, um, you know, I have, a, I have a really good friend that I talk to on Instagram a lot and they're over the pond and we are different race. We are different cultures, but 
I never met this person, but I feel like, you know, they're a brother to me. They've helped me build my business. They've helped me build my platform based on the conversations that I've had. And, you know, I've noticed them like, I mean, even to the extent of this, and, and this is what I do with some of my followers. And some of you may have had this experience with me and you know, this about me is like, if I see you haven't posted in a while, I'm probably going to DM you and be like, Hey, where are you at, man? I may not comment on your post. I may not like every post that you do, but I do notice, I notice those things. And it's those little subtle changes that if we made with ourselves and have the acknowledgement of that person that's different than you is a human being that has the same issues that you're dealing with, whether it's loss of a job, loss of a family member, um, a frustrated customer. I can go on and on about the things that they dealt with. We all deal with similar issues, but the one thing that we don't, a majority of us don't based on skin color is we don't deal with when we get pulled over, having that feeling of like, is today the day someone pulls a gun on me or am I going to get pulled on again and or shot at again? Like that feeling should never have been a feeling to anybody that gets in their vehicle to go A to B. That should never have been a thought. That's what we need to squash. That's what we need to change. And I challenge the precincts, the police officers, the, the governors, the mayors of every city, of every establishment that has a police force. If you don't have a leader in your house that is going to stand against this, then you need to be fired and you need to let someone else in who's going to. Now, I understand there's a code among cops. Understand that. But there's a difference between having a code and actually being human because that code gives me the thought that you're in a gang. Gives me a thought that you don't give a shit about what everyone else does. Being human means you care about everybody. Yes, you have laws that you're there to protect and that you're there to say this is not going to be tolerated, which is a beautiful thing. But on top of that, what needs to be done and said is the simple fact of this is that you need that leadership in there that's going to not tolerate what happened a few weeks ago, what has happened a hundred times over throughout the beginning of time. It has to stop. Our origins don't define us. Our color of skin does not define who we are. We are all human. We all came in the world the same way. So why should we go out any different? Why? Because of where you may be from, your ancestors may be from, the kind of clothes you wear, the music you listen to, the belief system, who you love. Why, why does that have to make you any different? That makes you fucking awesome. That makes you unique. That should make you want to get to know that person. You know? And those precinct, the, the governors and mayors of these cities need to really reevaluate. I'm not saying change the rules where rules aren't being abided by, but there has to be a zero tolerance of brutality towards the general towards the whole population of people you pull over. And there have been a lot, a lot of police officers that are out there in the streets of the boroughs that are in Minneapolis, that are in Atlanta, that are in Carolinas, that are, I can keep going with cities that I've seen videos of. They're out there shooting hoops. Where I grew up, obviously, I mean, I didn't grow up in any type of those neighborhoods in Utah, but the neighborhood I grew up in, the cops really would come and shoot hoops with us. Made us feel like safe that if there wasn't a problem, we could talk to them. That's what we need. Those are the kind of leaderships that we need. 
and it, it, it just needs to change. So there we go. I said what I needed to say. Um, So, uh, Painted by Juan said that, uh, you know, his neighbor, he is black. His neighbors, you know, talk to him and, and uh, they don't bug him at all. It And, and I'm glad that your neighbor's like that. I mean, it, it's the thing that, like, I only have a few more minutes before the podcast ends and we'll, we'll stay on Instagram for a minute. But you don't need to be everyone's friend. That is not what I'm saying. Because there are people out there, like, I love everybody, but there are people that I'm just not going to like. It's a big difference. What I mean by that is I'm not going to go to a bar and drink with you because I don't agree with some of the things you do. You don't need to agree with them 100%. But you need to love them. You need to understand and treat them the the way that you want to be treated. Now, when I say treat them the way you want to be treated, that doesn't mean because of your past, maybe you're treated like a dick and you're okay with that. So you figure being a dick to someone else is that way. Don't be a Richard. Don't. What I'm saying is this. Be respectful. Be courteous. Be kind. Say hi, wave. I, I said it a year ago when the Walmart shooting happened. Had someone just said hello to that young man when he was walking into Walmart with his gun, that incident in my heart, in my soul, would have never happened. It would have never went in. It was in Texas. He would have never went in and shot. Acknowledging another human being will completely and entirely change their fucking day for the positive. Because you may have been the first human that noticed them in a week. Until later, I'm your host, Splash. It's been a pleasure. Those on Instagram stand. We're going to stand for a few minutes. But much love to you all. I will talk to you later. And uh, do something nice for someone today.